this is Kelsey Bach, and welcome to Season 2 of the Music Drives Us podcast. Recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing some amazing bands at Boston Calling. Music Drives Us was Boston Calling's official charitable partner this year and gave us this amazing opportunity. We are kicking off this season by talking to a local band, the Blue Light Bandits. Now I'll let past me take it away. Come on, start it. What is your guys' early, earliest memory related to music? Like, what, whether it be from back at the house, did you like grow up doing it? What about? I have one. Um, when I was, I have home video, so it's, I don't know if I actually remember it or just watch the home video, but, uh, I had this music box that played songs and, uh, I would play a song and I would run around, like sprint around the house. And when it was over, I would go, good song. And I'd play it again. (laughs) And and to this day, when I hear a really good song, I'll, I'll say to myself, good song. Good song. And, uh, and so then my dad, (laughs) yeah, exactly. My dad played guitar. And so we played a lot together, uh, growing up. And so it's always been a part of my life. That's really cool. Uh, I have been a cellist since I was like four. Wow. And I remember my my mom and dad have always loved James Taylor. And they mm-hmm. read at one point uh, that James and all of his siblings are all musicians because their parents filled their home with musical instruments. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to take that approach with my brother and me. And they knew early on they wanted us to start in um, classical strings programs. Yeah. And I do remember being shown violinists, violists, cellists, and bassists, and I wanted to play cello because they always get to sit down and don't have to stand up. <laughs> you had your priorities straight. I, yep, and wow. still to this day, yeah. influences many decisions. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, it was Yo-Yo Ma, who I remember seeing at yeah. a very young age and knowing that's what I wanted to do. And I'm still playing cello in this band. I, mm-hmm. I play bass, but, um, but yeah, that's that was the first one I remember. Awesome. Well, growing up, my brother was a drummer and I was probably about three or four years old and um, and I was I was just mesmerized by the, just the sheer physical presence of, of, of that drum kit in his bedroom and you know he obviously made sure that I knew that I, I'd be more than dead yeah. if I ever touched those drums yeah. right? real so, life step brothers oh yeah I was going to go step brothers on yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah totally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the line um, anyway um, yeah, so so growing up, whenever whenever he went to school, of course I was in there playing those those drums mm-hmm. and trying to you know make sure that everything was the same way, the sticks. <laughs> no evidence. Yeah, no evidence whatsoever. And uh, actually I actually got away with it. And then <laughs> then uh, eventually he uh, he got more interested in playing the guitar, and mm-hmm. so I inherited that drum kit. And the rest is history. Yeah, mm-hmm. the rest is history. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I was in a family of six and my mom was a uh, like a jazzy lounge singer mm-hmm. and my dad was a self-taught piano player nice so we always had a couple pianos kicking around and my brother had like a pretty uh experimental rock band in the basement <laughs> so there's a so there was a, a drum kit down there and i started on drums and then all i remember is i was like six or something and my teacher yelled at me because i regressed a little bit and so I cried and then I quit <laughs> so I didn't have what it takes to be to be like oh, you but um, but then like a couple years later my sisters were all taking piano lessons and I would go up to the piano after they were done and be like is this what you played this? like just by ear I would try to like figure out like one phrase so my parents were like maybe we should get him piano lessons and then yeah. and then all of a sudden I was playing piano at the age of 
like nine and I never looked back. That's so awesome. I loved That's it. That's so yeah. cool. You guys got good stories. Yeah. yeah. I guess like, going off that, growing up, what artist was like your biggest inspiration? I know you said Yo-Yo Ma. Is it still the same to this day? Yeah, I would say I got to meet Yo-Yo Ma in 2019 in oh. Worcester at Mechanics Hall. Oh, wow. Um, which was a dream come true. That's awesome. Um, and fulfilling since, yeah, earliest inspiration for sure. But mm-hmm. um, when I met Dan in high school and we started playing music together, uh, I was getting real deep into John Mayer's music and he continues to be one of my most favorites um Dave Matthews band uh and uh that's where we started and where I still heavily am but um but we as a band and me definitely have really had R&B and jazz music become a major influence on what Mm -hmm. we do and the kind of music that we're making um so artists like uh D'Angelo and um Erica Badu Mm -hmm. and uh Hiatus Coyote come to mind you know Neo Soul is a big part of of how we think musically now and and where we're at with everything so that's awesome yeah. yeah I went, I went to Berkeley for a couple of years, so I was deep in that. That's awesome. Yeah, that what scene. What years were you there? I was there for like 2019 and 2020. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was there. And then, you know, COVID yeah, hit. Insane. Everything went. I was like, oh mm, online school for art school is not the best. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, we're, we're here now. We're here now. That's all that <laughs> matters. <is> <laughs> well, anybody, what about any yeah. of you guys? Oh, ACDC was my first favorite band. Of course. Uh, it was also my first, like, big concert that I got to attend oh, which is nice. wild but <laughs> somehow yeah. luckily got tickets and then I uh, fell in love with Grateful Dead from my dad being a taper in the 80s nice. uh, and then as we've said a lot this interview like never looked back mm-hmm. very deep down that rabbit hole now and uh, try to bring the guitar tone and stuff into this original group and nice. it's fun sweet yeah well I got introduced to Frank Zappa by my um, by my sister my older sister like, uh, so I, I listened to a lot of that. My brother got into a lot of jazz and jazz fusion type music. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of what I grew up, you know, hearing first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then finding my way back to, to, to funk and, you know, rock and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. all, all, it's, it's, it's a plethora. Yeah. Of, 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 of D, every, all of the above. Yeah, like. all of the above. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well... Wow. What age do we start at? Uh, <laughs> what age? Uh, what age hits it home for you? Um, well, I mean, I grew up when I was learning piano. It was like jazz standards, mm-hmm. and my mom would be like, she would, I would be playing like "Girl from Ipanema," and my mom would come up oh, and we'd be nice. singing like jazz standards together, which was pretty cool. But then Ethan, Ethan kind of was my music curator friend in my life. Mm-hmm. He showed me a lot of stuff that was outside of the jazz and like big band stuff that my parents kind of stuck to. Um, nice. But then I had a piano teacher. He was a he was a Berkeley guy. He played two weeks out of the year. His wife only let him tour two weeks out of the year, <laughs> but he would tour with George Benson. Oh, so wow. he's like he was a, he was a beast. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, he was just like, you don't want to be like Jason Mraz. He's like, too many, like, that. he'll be, there's a million Jason Mrazes. And he's like, and John Legend, I don't like that guy either. But then he showed me Jamie Cullum, and he was always like, be like this guy. And Jamie Jamie Cullum's definitely the least successful out of the three of them. So I don't don't really know what his instruction was. But Jamie Cullum's very raw and, like, jazzier. But honestly, like, I love Jason Mraz. Yeah. And, uh. I play a little acoustic guitar singer songwriter, like nice. try to be clever with my lyrics thing. You know, that's what he inspired that probably. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but um, yeah, so it was them three, and then for me it was just 
when I first heard Coldplay, that was the first oh. time I've been at a concert and I wanted to leave because I was so inspired. <laughs> That's I awesome. I was with Ethan and, and a couple of my friends. Say, Wanna leave? leave. Yeah, and I was just inspired. there and I just like sat down and was, I just like broke this chair. <laughs> I sat down and I just kind of like had my mouth open and I was just like, I couldn't take anymore. It was just so big and beautiful. <laughs> and then my, they looked over like, you good, Dan? And I was like, <laughs> and all I wanted to do was just run home and like write songs and wow. like I was like I need to so that was like the most that was my first like my body shut down I was so inspired brain moment. off music on yeah like. just like being a piano player you get to play like the bass the middle the high like you can like really just it's like the more, most like orchestral instrument yeah like, I totally agree arrangement thing so like seeing how big these like arrangements like we went to M83 the other day and I cried in the first five <laughs> minutes because I was like this is so this is a sonic masterpiece you're like I've ascended to another yeah, plane yeah. so just like any like enormous landscape that makes you feel and moves you is like that's my highest inspiration that's so. awesome yeah. yeah I guess going off that like what made you guys realize like what clicked it that music this was going to be it like what was the moment where you're like yeah what what else would I do Went to school, found myself playing in a wedding band. I was ma majoring in business, nice. um, and I made friends with the, the local folks there and couldn't help myself. And they were like, oh, you'll, I was like, I get to make money and just play music on the weekends. And uh, just did that every single weekend, played like 100 shows my senior year of college That's, and wow. kind of stopped, <laughs> the grades started slipping. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, graduated and I was like, so I can just do this and like make rent money? Just, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. This is just it? So, like, uh, so that kind of how I realized. And it was very much like, a, I think I always knew, but I wanted to pretend like it wasn't the only mm -hmm. thing that I wanted to do, but yeah. I like to play on stage. Nice. Like, that's me. Awesome. Yeah. There's this place in Worcester called Michael's Cigar Bar that's sort of at the heart of our whole trajectory as a band. Mm -hmm. It's where many of us met. When Dan and I were still in high school, it was where we first started playing, and we were doing a little acoustic duo kind of thing. Um, and the manager there at the time uh, brought us up to his vacation home in Maine to play a backyard party for him once, and he sent us off with cigars and our paycheck, which was more than we had ever made for playing music at that point. The cigars and are nice little thing on top. It was nice, you know, <laughs> themed with the business for sure. Um, but Dan and I stopped on the beach in York, Maine on the way home and smoked those cigars and kind of <laughs> dramatically looked out at the, yeah, a lot of coughing. Like, this is new. <laughs> and dramatically looked out at the ocean and and I think we shared this feeling of like, this is what we should always do is go places and yeah. play music and take home our spoils from that. But like yeah. the real enjoyment is the doing and the traveling and the camaraderie of it. And that's held true from that day until now. And um, I think that's something we all share, even though we met these guys a little later on. It's mm -hmm. um, that's at the core of all of our our starts at this, I think. But um, nice. yeah, you should add to that story if, if that's yeah. not complete, well, I mean, I, that's. That were blue eye bandits. Yeah, came yeah. To yes. Like okay. moments later, we yeah, were. You named the band. They're like, you guys need a band name. We were playing like a school talent show, and they're like, you need a band name, and we were like, blue light from that one time and the beat <laughs> in the car. Like, like, and then uh, we always watched Banditas with Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz when we were younger. Nice. And we, and we made it like a Christmas tradition, so we're like blue light bandits. Yeah. Hey. And uh, yeah, That's it's it pretty born. deep. It's pretty deep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Lots um, of thought went behind there's, it. There was a couple of times where I was like, I'm going to make it into something bigger, like, you know, like blue lights. It's like a special moment. Like we're stealing the good moments from life. And I was like, no, just say <laughs> what it is. Like, <laughs> it's fine. You were a young kid and like you're just, we, we were forced into naming our band and we stuck with it. Um, but no, shout out to what you guys do because like we were in music theory class and we had like really really cool teachers we had a husband and wife mm -hmm. that like one was just like being early is on time and like you didn't get your homework in so you get a zero oh. and was like like really curated your excellence and, oh like, yeah I had one of those band teachers growing up, sure, definitely. Right? And then the other one was just like, if it sounds good, it is good. And he's making <laughs> wacky sounds. And I, I'm sitting in the back of the band. Like, I joined the high school band playing xylophone because I was like, whatever, I just want to do it. And I didn't, it read, cool I didn't read a single note of the sheet music I was just, like, playing. And, like, one time ever, he was like, Dan, can you play what's on the page? But other than that, like, he was just encouraging. No thoughts, just vibes. And, and then we were in a music theory class, and because we were there, I was I invited him over to play, to, to jam one time, and he brought his bass. And I was like, yeah, I was thinking, like, play a bass line that's like, boo doo bee boo doo boo doo And he just, like, played it back first thing, and I was just like, what? Ooh, and I've never experienced any friend. First of all, I didn't even tell him the notes. He has perfect pitch. Oh, nice. And subtle just, flex, subtle he just, flex. He just played it back, and I was like, we're going to be friends for a very long time. And, this uh, is it. And so I don't even remember what the question was. I just wanted to share that story. But it was because of, like, teachers and music programs that we even met each other mm -hmm. um so to think that like everything that we've done and meeting these like the fact like that might not have all happened if we didn't have one music class in yeah. high school so i was gonna say you yeah. obviously had a lot of music education growing up did, did i mean did you guys did, were you, did you have access to that uh, to, to, uh, music education in schools oh absolutely i mean i i, I grew up in sweden so it's a complete completely different and wow. uh, it's, it's uh, we, we had some amazing programs there uh, that certainly helped me. Um, they had this program where, where basically, if you're a band, you you get a rehearsal space, you get your instruments, wow. all you need to do is check in. And and all of this is free for you. It was wow, absolutely amazing. that's and it, pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, it, 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 it probably saved my life yeah. back in the day. Um, so I, I knew, you know, from from very early on that, that mm -hmm. this is what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So as soon as I, as soon as I turned 18, I packed my bags and moved to Los Angeles and uh, living the dream. But yeah, basically, um, and I've been lucky enough to be able to do it ever since. So. Yeah. And for me, I actually didn't get a ton of music education in school because they mm -hmm. were kind of phasing that out yeah. as I was like going through early elementary school and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember the keyboard classes and a couple things that got you inspired. But I was thankful that my early doses came from like my dad playing guitar around the house. Wow, and that's so awesome. that was cool. Got mm -hmm. to learn bluegrass from dudes in a uh, in a my old dad abandoned plays church. Bluegrass so, yeah. all the time. Awesome. Only oh, thing he plays. <laughs> That's awesome. Only thing he plays. Yeah, sorry. It does get overwhelming after a while. I used to work International Bluegrass Music Association, and like, it gets a little tiring after a while. So I understand, but it's good. It's good for the soul. Yeah, no, yeah. I had very fulfilling music yeah. growing up. But yeah. I think you give young kids something to learn like that, especially yeah. like a bluegrass or jazz scene where there can be some com like almost sports esque competition. Oh yeah. Like me, not an athlete. You know, you had sports growing up also. I feel like I, you know, only had music. So mm -hmm. it's cool to have a, a niche to pursue. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway. Yeah. I mean, if you guys could shout out any teachers that you had growing up, would, who would Every you shout out? One. Uh, Marvin Russell, Randy Terry, Dan McLaughlin, all of my guitar teachers. Oh, like, yeah. amazing. Amazing. Max Newman, Main Squeeze. <laughs> What about you guys? Um, I got to get a shout out to, to one of my biggest mentors, uh, Ralph Humph Humphrey, uh, who recently passed away, uh, actually a couple of weeks ago. And so, you know, my condolences to to his family and, and the drumming community as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan did the ultimate shout out already. My shared music teachers with him, uh, Franz and Joanne Cooter, uh, worked at Whitensville Christian School for many, 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 many years and now live in New Hampshire. Um, I'll also shout out to the cello teacher that I had in my senior year of high school, uh, Daniel Harp. He was on faculty at Brown, um, based down in uh, Cranston, Rhode Island. And uh, right before I went off to college, he kind of made me rediscover my love of playing cello again nice. um, in a way that no private music teacher in my formative teenage years mm -hmm. had really been able to do. So um, I owe a lot to him as well. Awesome. Hi, I'm Pickles. <laughs> That's my piano teacher. He's a great dude. What a name. Yeah. What a name. Yeah, what a name. <laughs> uh, yeah, try, it was, every time I try to write his name out or something, I would get a little stressed. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways. And then, um, you know, I got to give it to, I got to give some love to Josh Lawson. Yeah. He was a choir teacher in high school. Um, yeah, choir was a big part of just like learning how to sing. That's the only thing that like a lot of people don't take lessons in. Yeah, you know, I grew not, up in the choir. Yeah. I very it's where I learned most like how to read music yeah. and all that stuff. Hammered into me, hammered, yeah. hammered. Yeah. So choir is great. And then I had a a Dr. Brown. I don't even know his full name, but he was a sexy silver fox choir teacher in college. That's and the he taught only me one all, you want to have. Yeah, yeah. He was he was so suave, and he and he'd get up there and he'd just like. You just like yeah, well, no, everybody quiet, like respect, <laughs> like he just had that kind of like calm Amanda authority, yeah. and he just had a lot of good suggestions on like pitch control, mm -hmm. and a lot of like little singing, like make sure you do this when you go up, think yeah. down, like a lot of those soft like, palate up, yeah, yeah, use a lot your of diaphragm, those, those little uh, I don't know what you'd call them, little we'll just call them things to remember <laughs> uh, that, tips and I, tricks. I hear them all the time in my head mm -hmm. still and I'm appreciative of them so yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. like to kind of close it out do you have any like like advice you would give to kids who maybe don't have access to music in their schools or even those who do to really help either push for it to be added or get the help that they need and that they want to learn I think it, whatever tools are available it's obviously it's hard if there's none so like you know having access to at least something that you can make music on is helpful and that's mm -hmm. where the schools can come in but once you've gotten that first taste I think as a kid and you are into it like it's very easy to keep making it's a bug you something. can't kick yeah, yeah yeah exactly like you're gonna find a way to do it mm -hmm. but but keep after that and it can be discouraging sometimes like when you want to play what you hear in your head and you don't have the the knowledge yet to do that uh, so just stay after it once you find that bug like run with it yeah and I think yeah as schools are able to get more programs back in action like what a huge help I would mm -hmm. think just 
I don't know the state of it all right yeah. now. I know it's been defunded it's, in so many places. Yeah, a right? lot of places are losing their funding, okay. and I that's our mission is to try and get it that's back awesome. for them. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. give it back to as many kids so all those bugs can go out yes. and turn into professional musicians. <laughs> Sometimes the stomach bug isn't good, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. bug the that music we want. Bug. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say there's um, there's no shortage of. Uh, inspirational stories of the greats, the legends, the best to ever do it, who overcame um, significant obstacles to have access to music and to instruments and to learning and to playing. Um, and that's uh, a testament to how hard work and dedication to what you know you want to do um, mm-hmm. will pay off, uh, even if even if it's hard to get started. Um, and that's hard to say. I, I feel very privileged in how I was able to come up from a very young age with with music education, but um, but more often than not, it seems like the the, the greats to ever do it um, had to overcome a lot in that area to, to get to where they were. And um, there's there's a lot of inspiration out there to find and, and and dig deep into if you if you feel like it might be impossible to get to the level you want to be at. Um, so keep keep searching for it and, and stick to what what your heart and your soul are telling you to do. Awesome. I don't know what what I would add to that but uh other than st- yeah yeah move to sweden yeah um <laughs> sweden <laughs> maybe, rehearsals maybe free. stop and enjoy the process yeah. you know uh enjoy your small little victories uh, you know uh it's 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 a, it, it is a process and mm-hmm. it, it is work but it's also uh you know the, the love for it overcomes everything else it's emotionally rewarding it, yeah, o- yeah, above yeah, all for else sure, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. um so yeah that's my, my three cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like imagine having one teacher with one book and then on the other hand, walking into in a library with no instruction. It's kind of like what you have now with YouTube mm-hmm. and, and oh stuff. God. It's like you have everything that you could ever want to learn, but it's just so much with no direction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just the community aspect, like find somebody that you're better than that wants to learn from you and then find somebody that you can learn from do both teach people and then learn and just make sure find people that just want to grow and spend time doing it and then and then you have youtube for the rest if you can figure out how to navigate and to figure out what to do i don't know so it's a cool era but it's also overwhelming with all the information but thank you guys so much thank you you guys are awesome appreciate you thanks do you mind if we get a picture together oh hell yeah awesome